0: You mean like a fight? A Star Wars fic. Written by Willow Crowned. Read by Dr. Fumbles McStupid. With the rating Teenin' Up Audiences. It is a gen fic. With the relationships, Siri Tachi and Quinlan Voss. And additional tags. Okay, technically there's a lot of hormones in this one, so I could tag some relationships. But I don't think idle fantasies and spite motivated hookups count. So just trust me on this one. Padawans, Star Wars. "'Obi-Wan's prodigious saber skills. "'And yes, I mean actual saber skills. "'That's a different thick "'Humor. "'I have literally no idea how to tag this. "'No beta, we die like MNE.'" Summary. "'You,' Siritachi said. "'Don't get to talk until you've actually taken Obi-Wan in a fight.'" Quinlan paused, then blinked. Then, with the sort of confidence that he only displayed when he was genuinely confused, "'In a fight.'" A group of Padawans was standing at the edge of one of the training halls, craning their necks to see the duel going on as if they were three-year-olds, still too short to see over the rail of the Chandrillan Lion exhibit. It was one of several tournament days set aside for the Padawans every year, when points were assigned and, if you were fortunate enough to be in Temple, and fortunate enough to have a master that thought dueling was worth learning, you could move up in dueling group. It was a widely maligned system, for, of course, it was very rare that Padawans got to choose the days they were back in the temple, and if your opportunity happened to fall on a day when one of the stricter masters—Betchla or Drinn were particularly dreaded—were presiding, or worse, if you failed to be in temple for any of the tournament days, there was a good chance of being stuck in your group for another few months at least." There was a rumor that one padawan a century or two ago had missed all the dueling days from the time he was chosen as a padawan to the time he was knighted and was the only knight ever to still be stuck in the group intended for initiates Nevertheless, despite the complaints, and Master Yoda could attest to centuries of them, the system hadn't changed, since it would be both difficult and incredibly inadvisable to withdraw all Jedi with Padawans from their missions at the same time every year, and would probably cause some sort of galactic collapse, even if it was a minor one. Siritachi counted herself lucky enough to be back in Temple for the second tournament day that year, but was beginning to feel distinctly nervous about her chances of moving up from Group Four commonly regarded as the most impressively mediocre of all the groups, to group five, the group that meant you at least showed a little promise. The sentiment was echoed in the Padawans around her, who had all relinquished the general good-natured trash-talking they were wont to engage in when their masters weren't around, in favor of staring nervously at the current opponent, the one they, if someone didn't beat him, and soon, were going to have to face, Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was doing well, if by well you meant totally and utterly creaming the competition. Sweet gods of the stars, where had he learned that move? Siritachi wasn't entirely surprised, since she, at least, had seen him practicing in the past year. The other Padawans were not so lucky, having only ever seen him at tournaments, and as the last one he'd been in temple to attend had been three years prior, when he'd been sixteen and still getting the feel for his growing limbs, well, suffice to say, people had been expecting him to trip over his own feet in place of the backflip he'd just done successfully. Multiple times. It's rigged, complained Manthy. If I had gin for a master... Manthy stopped, unwilling to finish the sentence that everyone was already thinking. They had the unfortunate habit of dropping their lightsaber, which was likely due to the fact that their master didn't have hands, and was therefore very bad at reminding them of the correct wrist position. It went without saying that Master Jin, at least, would not face that obstacle in trying to teach Manth to not let go of their weapon. "'If you had Jin for a master,' Siri interrupted, a bit offended on Obi-Wan's behalf, "'you'd leave the Order.' Someone else, a pink Mon Calamari Siri could never remember the name of, snorted derisively. "'He's one of the greatest duelists we've got, and his mission record is insane. I'd be willing to put up with a few quirks to get someone who ended the century siege of Il Lamo to teach me.' You really wouldn't, Siri replied, glancing briefly at the Sol to see Obi-Wan flip his fifth opponent of the day on their ass. You haven't heard what I've heard. The Mon Calamari rolled his eyes, or at least got as close to it as he could, which meant he really just moved his pupils from side to side. Siri huffed. He keeps carnivorous plants. I keep venomous ones. Another Padawan- a human with bright red hair countered, though they seemed more offended at the idea that keeping dangerous plants was an undesirable quirk than at the idea that gin was a handful. It's called gardening. He forgot Obi-Wan at a ferry station once. And I'm sure Padawan Kenobi was absolutely bereft without a master to hold his hand while he bought tickets. It was the Mon Calamari that had spoken this time. Like I said, I'd be willing to put up with a few quirks if he could teach me that move with the spin. Siri rolled her eyes very pointedly. Jyn's missions almost always turn violent. More field experience, Abix, a small Ithorian suggested, warming to the group's theme. They get kidnapped at least twenty percent of the time. I've done the math. The Mon Calamari sighed. They're still alive and well, aren't they? Siri narrowed her eyes. Obi-Wan's had to walk through multiple sewer systems in the past year. At that, the Mon Calamari paused. There were downsides to porous skin, especially when you used it to breathe underwater. And, Ciri added, they're the defaults for desert worlds, unless Master Riki feels like interrupting his retirement again. That sealed the deal. The Montcalamari Calamari blanched, then sighed. It'd still be nice to be able to beat him. I'm going to last fifteen seconds tops. Calling it now. Ciri wrinkled her nose, thinking. I think I might be able to do thirty, unless he's finally fixed the opening on his left he had last time we sparred. Well, I'm toast, Manth said, if I don't drop my saber on the way up there, he'll knock it out of my hand the second we start. Honestly, I don't know why my master keeps making me participate in these things unless she's trying to teach me humility through humiliation. There was a general murmur of sympathy from the Padawans, all of whom had, at some point or another, been the victim of a very pointed lesson about modesty. I might be able to take him, the red-haired human said doubtfully. If he's tired. They, she, Siri thought, Remembering a clash she'd had with her a few years back, frowned. What are the rules on offhand accoutrements? No offhand weapons, the Mon Calamarian said, sounding very much like they wished it were otherwise. Oh, well, yeah, but, like, a bracelet isn't a weapon, right? She plucked at the embroidered ribbon wrapped many times around her wrist and tied in a neat bow. I've trained more with this anyways. I don't see why I should have to use a lightsaber in these competitions at all. Tradition, Manth said bitterly. Hmm, the red-haired girl said in a manner that implied she agreed with the tone, tossing her hair to emphasize her point. "'Well, at any rate, I could take him with my tie. Not with my saber, though.' "'I doubt there's anyone who can,' Siri agreed. "'Oh, I could totally take him.' It was a new voice from the back, emerging from behind one of the half-walls that obscured the entrance to the showers. The group turned around to see Quinlan, casually smirking at them in a way that looked natural enough he had to have practiced it in the mirror. Siri looked back to where Obi-Wan was thoroughly trashing two Padawans twice his size, then back at Quinlan. She raised her eyebrows pointedly and said, "'Have you ever actually, though?' Quinlan blinked, miffed. "'Well, not yet, but I will soon.' A general murmur of disappointment went through the group, and most turned back to watch the fight. Siri lingered one more moment on Quinlan's too smug expression, then huffed. Quinlan could do with someone rubbing it in his face. He usually could. "'You.' "'Ciri said. "'Don't get to talk until you've actually beaten Obi-Wan in a fight.' "'Quinlan paused, then blinked. "'Then, with the sort of confidence that he only displayed when he was genuinely confused. "'In a fight?' "'It took a moment for the rest of them to catch on, "'though Ciri was rolling her eyes a good half a second before anyone else. "'If she was being fair, it probably had less to do with her razor-sharp wit "'and more to do with the fact that she'd spent enough time around Quinlan "'that she knew what to expect.' Someone, a Bix, Ciri thought, made a noise of disgust. Ugh! Really, Voss? What? Quinlan held up his hands in mock defense. I know you've seen him in the showers, too. I could totally take him. That's... Ciri tried, though a part of her was distracted by the images Quinlan had brought up. Obi-Wan, she could admit, was very hot. Or he would be, as soon as he got rid of the travesty of a hairstyle he sported. Quinlan was... Well, if under duress, she'd admit that Quinlan wasn't half bad either, even if he was too insufferable to give the pleasure of a hate-fueled fuck to. That's not why we were— Quinlan looked at her blankly. Oh, she huffed. Forget it. You're hopeless, foss. He grinned in a manner he clearly thought was charming, and Ciri pulled a face and turned back to the fight just in time to see Obi-Wan's current challenger, a spindly Rodian, lose. It was hard to keep a smile from her face when Quinlan sighed and went up to fight Obi-Wan next, and even harder to keep a smile from her face when Quinlan's expression turned to panic. She didn't even bother pressing back her please smirk when Quinlan landed on his back hard enough Siri could practically feel the bruise herself. She was considerably less pleased the next day, when Quinlan showed up in the sal, still ranked the same as he had been two days before, but sporting yesterday's clothes, must hair, and one very... Very behickeyed, Obi-Wan Kenobi.